Hey there, I'm Eric J. Olson. And I'm Kevin Daisy. You're listening to the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top lawyers about how they're growing their firms. Hey, everybody, it is Eric J. Olson, and today I am doing a live episode of the Managing Partners Podcast, where we interview top managing partners to find out how they're filling their pipelines with highly qualified clients. And today I have the pleasure of talking with Adam Carr. Hey, Adam, how's it going? Eric, it's great to be on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Well, thank you for joining us. Let me tell the audience just a little bit about us and then we'll get to talking. Adam Carr provides legal defense and counsel coverage counsel throughout Ohio to leading companies for auto, home, business, premises, construction, transportation, and other claims in the trial courts and on appeal. With court appearances in 68 of Ohio's 88 counties, he has tried cases in 17 different counties and has argued before 10 different appellate courts within Ohio, including the Supreme Court of Ohio, very impressive, eight Ohio Courts of Appeals, and the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Sixth Circuit. Accolades are numerous, but the top few and most recent are 2021 U.S. News and World Report Best Law Firms for Insurance Law, seventh time selected. 2021, the Best Lawyers in America for Insurance Law, eighth time selected. And 2021, Ohio Super Lawyers for Insurance Law, ninth time selected. Adam Carr, welcome as our next guest to the Managing Partners Podcast. Eric, thank you very much. It's great to be here. You got a great podcast going on. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate that. And, and thanks for your time again. So Adam, if you would, besides what's in the bio, can you tell the audience a little bit about yourself and your firm? Sure. Well, what I, I try to do is I try to, to make problems go away. And the problems are lawsuits. So my clients tend to be very large companies. Uh, some of them are household names. I, I don't want to say their names. They like to control their own publicity. Uh, and some of them, in the case of an insurance company, would be somebody who is insured by an insurance company. So these are people who have been sued. They've been hauled into court against their will. Somebody's making a claim against them. Maybe they did something. Maybe they're accused of doing something. Could be anything from a tap on the bumper to something very serious a wrongful death case, a bad accident, something. So we handle all those and, you know, we, we try to make these things go away one way or another. A lot of cases settle, some get thrown out and some we try and uh, sometimes we win. Hopefully we win. A lot of times we win. Can't always win, but we try. So I've been practicing law since 1993 and I've been doing this kind of work since 1995. I worked for another firm initially doing the same kind of work and I became a partner there. And then I left at the end of 2005 to start the car law office. And I've been practicing uh, at the car law office ever since the end of 2005. I started with one lawyer and one support person. And we now have two lawyers and uh, two full-time support people. And, and it's, it's been great. It's been really great. Thank you. Fantastic. So I'm curious, how have things been throughout the pandemic and now coming out of it? So that's a good question. The pandemic was actually a very slow time because I'm a trial lawyer. I go to court and the courts, uh, I don't want to say they were closed, but okay. they weren't open. Uh, you couldn't go into court. So Everything was virtual the way it is now, either by phone or by video conference 
or something and just uh, things slowed down. I think new lawsuits slowed down maybe because people were just reluctant to uh, to make those claims, which is, you know, is really good for a lot of my clients. But the business was a little slower. Uh, it has been picking up. Uh, quite honestly, uh, a lot earlier this year as the economy uh, reopened and uh, things are humming along really well now. So thank okay. you. Fantastic. All right. So we'd like to talk about how managing partners fill up their pipeline, keep clients coming in. What are some different ways that you get new clients? Honestly, the, the best way for me, what seems to work is the traditional ways, face-to-face, uh, -face, which is very oh. hard during the pandemic. You go to existing clients and you meet them and you see if you can satisfy their needs. And if you can, then uh, hopefully you get more business from them, but also word of mouth referrals. So you have an existing client and somebody leaves that company, goes to another company or somebody at another company asks for a recommendation and uh, an existing client makes that recommendation. And the, and, and the third thing really is, is conferences. So speaking at conferences and attending conferences and seeing people, and, and that actually may be better than speaking at the conference, just the social aspect of it. And unfortunately, it was very hard to do any of that during the pandemic other than you know phone or email communication which is not ideal or, or Zoom conferences. And I think a lot of people are tired of a lot of those, but we, we kind of worked that. Uh, honestly, I, I get contacted by people over the internet, emails, uh, they, they saw me over the internet, phone calls, but a lot of those are people that are angry at somebody and they want to sue somebody or they got sued. And sometimes those work out, but normally for us, it's a referral from uh, another person and sometimes from a lawyer, sometimes from an out-of-state law firm that needs local counsel in Ohio that's experienced and, and has been in front of a particular court and can help them. They may have this client nationally, but they need somebody locally who can help them with local practice and procedure and the local judges and juries. And we, we fill that role too, although that's not our biggest role. Yeah, uh, I, yeah we, we totally agree that referrals are the best source of new clients. When you get a referral, it's very powerful. A couple, couple of downsides, though, with that is that uh, it's, it's usually a one-on-one -on -one referral. When someone asks you, you give that one person the referral. It's hard to kind of get that message out wide. And so it it's, um, it's unpredictable, right, when it comes in. But when it comes in, it's gold. So, uh, yeah, referrals are always great for lawyers. So speaking of you know, getting, getting new business and whatnot, that leads to growth. Yeah. What are your growth plans, especially coming out of the pandemic, let's say for like the next two to five years? Okay. Well, one of the things that uh, I did during the pandemic was I tried to reach out to existing clients and maybe connect to some new ones. And I was fortunate, uh, you know, we landed a significant new client, uh, an insurance company, and, and that's been working out for us pretty well. And we've got another one that we think is going to be pretty good in addition to the existing clients. So, you know, ultimately the direction of the business is really controlled by our clients. And what we want to do is keep doing what we're doing, do it well. Client instructions vary from client to client and their preferences. So we, we have to keep them, uh, them happy. And, you know, we've got a good location here in Northeast Ohio. We're in between Cleveland and Akron, but we're in a position where we can travel to the whole state and we do a lot more is on zoom so we uh we hope in our uh, environment and we're not in an expensive downtown location either that this makes us attractive to clients and uh so far it's been working pretty well so what are there are there digital 
techniques that you use, if any, to get yeah. the attention of your prospective clients? Well, and thank you for, uh, for, for asking that because I don't want to imply that we don't do anything digitally or online. It's just that the online profiles, in my experience, haven't directly led to good referrals, to solid referrals. Although one of the, the two new insurance companies, uh, believe it or not, they, uh, they found me through LinkedIn. So, and that's a first for me. I've been active on LinkedIn actually since 2006, which I think was their first year. Another lawyer who happened to go to, uh, to Rice University with me, he was a year ahead of me. He reached out and said, hey, I'm reaching out to Connections. You got this thing LinkedIn. I don't know what LinkedIn is, but yeah. you know, it's 2006. It was early in social media. So I looked at it. It's like, yeah, I could post on there, tell a little bit about myself. Maybe it leads to some business. And we had Twitter and Facebook for a while, but but LinkedIn has been the focus of that. And, and I've got uh, I think close to 23,000 connections. So uh, hopefully people are looking at uh, what we're posting and we get some visibility from that. And maybe that leads to some business. Yeah, that that's an impressive audience on LinkedIn. And uh, yeah, I remember the early days of LinkedIn, which was definitely after 2006 for me. But uh, it was kind of uh, questionable whether this business yeah. networking thing was going to actually be a thing, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if Facebook was around then. They had uh, other social media and Facebook kind of took off after that. And a lot of people like that. And uh, I, I'm old school. I don't consume the uh, the social media. I like the face-to-face, you know, I like to, to see somebody and, and talk to them and interact in person. And, and I think, honestly, in my business, you get a lot more out of that because a large part of the case, and this is sometimes underappreciated by the clients, is what kind of appearance does this person make? How are they going to present to a jury? And also, you can actually build some rapport with the other side to some extent. Sometimes that helps cases settle. And if it doesn't, it can still put you in a better position to do what you and your client think you have to do in the case. Yeah, totally agree. So so here at, at Array Law, we're marketing agency and, and our our role is to get the attention uh, of people so that that they'll reach out and sure. they'll connect with you. But but that's only you know maybe half of filling a pipeline and keeping a pipeline full. The other half is on you know having having some sort of initial contact and then potentially even having to nurture these prospective clients because not everyone that contacts you is going to become a client. Is uh, do you have a process for nurturing these potential clients? Well, we do. And, you know, one thing is, I mean, social media and the kind of things that you do are useful for that to help provide a certain due diligence for the clients. So you got some information on me from my online profile uh, and our website, of course, which has the same information. And those are good tools we have. People can come and look at that and say, let's find out some more about Adam Carr and about his firm. And what does that tell us about us? And then they can go and, and check those things. It's helpful for that. But in terms of our pipeline for, for getting new clients, once we are dealing with a client, you know, they're all so different because with most of our clients being very large companies, they tend to have their own processes and they insist on their own way of doing things. And so we have to follow their proprietary processes and regulations, mm -hmm. both in terms of preserving their data and communicating with them. And some are more traditional than others, and some are very advanced digitally. So we have to sort of navigate that 
to meet their own individual preferences. Got it. And then as, as far as once you, um, you know, once someone reaches out to you or once, once there's a conversation about becoming a client and then moving into them being a client, are there specific tools that you use, like your technology stack for managing clients, caseloads, all of those kinds of things? We have a few tools. We use uh, Amicus Attorney Software, which has worked for us for, uh, for many years. Uh, being a smaller firm, we find it to be very useful it brings a lot of different databases together in one place where we can where we can look at it. The other thing that I really like for our data security is our information is here on the office. So, you know, encrypted backups remotely are great, but we try to avoid uh, transmitting information over the internet in un insecure ways, except when we absolutely have to. Uh, court filings, of course, are usually not secure, but those are public anyway. But many of our clients are very concerned about data security, and there've been some high profile uh, hackings in the news. And fortunately, we've been able to avoid any of that just because of our, our commitment to uh, keeping things here. Makes a lot of sense. Good. Well, if there's a managing partner out there that would like to reach out and say hi, ask questions of you, or maybe even refer a case to you, what is a good way for them to reach out? Well, the best way would be to make an initial contact by email and then uh, to call the office. And you've put that number on the screen. Thank you. Uh, and that's the best place to reach me. So if somebody leaves me a voicemail if I'm not available, I get those and I follow up on those. Uh, sometimes I'm here. Very often I'm here. I am actually in the office right now. and. Uh, we, one of the things we pride ourselves on, especially with existing clients, is we return phone calls, we respond to emails. So if somebody sends us work, um, they're not going to have to guess what's going on in their case because they will hear from us regularly, probably in excess, well in excess of their reporting requirements. Because when something significant happens, uh, we think the client should know about it and should have control over what's going on in their case as much as they can have. Fantastic. All right, Adam. Thanks so much for being on the show. And if you are a managing partner looking to fill your pipeline by getting the attention of your ideal prospects in all of your practice areas, reach out to us at ArrayLaw.com. And also, if you want to hear more episodes like this, you can go to ArrayLaw.com slash episodes. Thanks again, Adam. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's been great, Eric. Thanks for having me. You got it.